welcome to the wind up and today we're going to try some really 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 good Rieslings um, I'm Trent and, and I'm Jason and we're here to bring you on a uh, wine journey that's unfiltered unapologetically unprofessional um, and and our slogan so <laughs> our slogan is drink more try more learn, learn more, more. thoughts of the day <laughs> yeah let's let's jump to thoughts of the week so uh, and, and it's, again, related to the topic, my thoughts of the week were around your wine uh, source of inspiration or your wine muse. And I wanted to share mine, hear about yours, uh, and then, and then we'll, we'll continue on. The, the wine inspiration or muse I'm thinking about, it's a bit different to some other uh, sources of inspiration that our friends have seen. We have a friend who I went into his bedroom and he had a source of inspiration. It was a picture frame of Beyonce signed and next to it was a bottle of moisturizer and <laughs> some tissue boxes. That's a different source yeah. of inspiration. Okay. So uh, my wine inspiration I want to share with everyone is Erin Larkin. And I think I've spoken to you about Erin before. Love, right? She is my wife from... Uh, a wine perspective my, my my true wife was probably not happy to hear that but secretly uh, at <laughs> night, anyway. i'm watching erin erin right? <laughs> um, is an independent writer from wa she's been on wine companion uh, she she's also been part of the holiday testing tasting team uh, and she's got her own youtube channel and she's a source of inspiration for me actually a source of inspiration around Riesling, which is the topic and the wine that we're having today. She did a, a series last, week, last year about 2022 Riesling, specifically from Clare Valley. And uh, it really opened up my eyes as to uh, the different types of Riesling and, and the great regions that we have, particularly the different vintages. The way she describes wine is quite eloquent as well and, and, and engaging. She describes uh, some of the reasonings as as laser beam dry, and I don't, I'm trying to imagine what that means. But I'm I'm hoping when we try some of the reasonings today, they're not from Clear Valley, but uh, I'll get a view on what that is. So so she's one of my inspirations, and I encourage everyone into wine to kind of have their own source of inspiration. Trent, well, what's your source of inspiration for wine? My source of inspiration is oh, you put me on the spot, Chase. But I think source of inspiration is just me it could be me you? yeah yeah um i think it's more the passion about the winemakers yeah. um as you visit the wineries and the cellars and to see that passion from them actually making the wines that's my drive in terms of why i enjoy the wine and just the story behind that so it's not so much about just drinking it but also the story in the background the family the people yes that's behind the wine perfect that's my thought of the week and, and, and on to yours okay so my thought of the week is um for people that know me, whenever we have people over, we tend to cook up a, a, a massive feast. Yes. Um, just last Sunday, we cooked up a baked 1.6 kilogram snapper, um, spiced roasted spiced pumpkin with pomegranate, uh, roasted. Uh, what else do we have? We had broccolini. Um, broccolini, probably. Yeah. Um, but. I guess the reason why I'm saying that is that uh, the person said, Trent, you don't have to do all that. Um, mm. We don't want you stressed out. Mm. Uh, we want you actually to enjoy that time. Then I had to think about, you know, why do I do it? And the reason why is I actually enjoy it in terms of using, you know, your own two hands to create something that for people to enjoy and to see those smiles 
on the faces as they can enjoy the food we saw today i know they enjoyed my roast potatoes that's yes semi-world famous um <laughs> and i think it's a similar thing in terms of how i think about you know the wine as well like i really love it how now jason's kind of enjoying the passion and how i shared that passion of wine with jason and he's now kind of right into it and I take out a good bottle, share it with friends, family, people that come over. And they also can share that same passion as well. And I like to see that, again, that smile on their face as we actually enjoy that moment together. Um, that kind of gels us together. So I would see it as, you know, it's not just um, a bit like wine pairing. You know, we have, you know, wonderful food with a beautiful wine. And then, of course, the most important thing is also the beautiful people as well that we have it with. So I think all that goes together. And that's my thought of the week. That was nice. And for your two, I think you were calling me beautiful then. I, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're beautiful too, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And, and so that's, that's the thoughts of the week. Should we, should we jump to the wine of the week? Um, yeah. Um, what have we been drinking, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so for me, uh, again, with Rieslings and Erin Larkin, was an inspiration for this when she did... When she did that episode, she was doing uh, some some reasonings from Clare Valley and then a comparison against Eden Valley. So it uh, gave me a bit of inspiration to try a Pusey Vale um, Riesling from Eden Valley. Uh, it was about 20 bucks from, from Dan Murphy. It's quite cheap. Um, and I had it the other day cooking similar, similar to you. I, I like to try the, the wine with some food. So we had a Japanese curry with the Riesling, you know, if you've had a, a Japanese curry, it's kind of like a, a thick, uh, almost gravy-like curry that's a bit um, savory and herby and so forth. And the Riesling actually went quite well with it. it, it the, the dryness and the acidity cut through um, all, of the, the, all of the fats uh, and the herbaceousness from it. And it, it kind of changed the flavor profile, made it a bit more fruity. So it was a perfect pairing, uh, match made in heaven, something like uh, Macca's fries and a, and a chocolate sundae, for example. It, it's not meant to work, the, it works. The fries in the chocolate sundae. Absolutely. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I never tried it. You've never tried that? Never tried it. That's going to be another episode. It's right. wrong, though. It's right. It's right. It's so wrong, it's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. On to um, this week's episode. So as we mentioned, we're looking at really, really, really good Riesling. And where do we find really, really good Riesling? Um, the place that's synonymous in terms of really good Riesling is in Germany. Germany, yeah. And what do we know about the Germans? They're really good at making things. Yes. Audi, BMW, Audi supermarkets, autobahns, beer, beer yep. and of course, Rieslings. So um, it, in terms of... Um, the area that we're going to be visiting with the wines that we have today, it's, it's in the Mosul area, which is kind of Western Germany. And the reason why it's good is that, especially with a recent grape, where it really can take on the land that it's in, that it's in this spectacular area that I've never been to, but I would love to go to, but I've seen pictures of it on like 65 degree slopes wow. of blue shale um from the devonian period which is about 600 million years ago right okay so it's got some age on there it's, got, yeah, it's okay. got some age so they grow these grapes there where they're you know they're you know you by hand because you can't get tractors up there on the 65 degree angle and they produce these fantastic wines um partly also because of the vines itself going through that shell they really start to stress the vines as well and it then creates very complex and interesting Rieslings. 
My, and is it stressing it because shale? I'm imagining is quite a, a hard has, rock. So you hard to get rock that, yeah. and has to dig deep to actually get the nutrients for right. it to survive. Okay. So when you think about it, I use the analogy of like going to the gym, right? Like you got to stress your body a bit to actually get the good results. Yes. Like if you do a lot of light weights, you know, yeah. then you maybe you don't get as good results as you would. I don't know. I yeah. don't go to the gym much, so. But yeah. that's, that's my thought that kind of goes through my head. I, I, I can relate kind of, you can go to the gym and do like 20 minutes on the treadmill just at a slow, slow pace, really just to be seen to tell people you go to the gym or you can work harder and get the benefits. So yeah, okay, that's a good example. Yeah, so um, interesting to see today. And also one of the things I wanted to kind of call out as well in terms of being in Australia, like what's the difference between the Australian Rieslings to the German mm. Rieslings? You mentioned before, the Aaron Larkin quote was it laser laser beam dryness laser beam dryness so I probably would say that for these German ones it won't be laser as beam. laser beam okay. me but um, they probably they kind of turned to a bit more what they call more fruity wines uh, or a bit more kind of sweeter wines great so um, it'll be interesting so in terms of specifically the wines we have today we have uh, from the same producer which is JJ Broom we'll bring them across and we'll show them so I'll show it to this camera if you can see that's one there. and yeah. the other one that one so um, they're both from JJ Prum both from the Moselle um, both from 2009 uh, as well so we're in 2023 so that's 14 years ago and back in 2009 this is when Obama got inaugurated as president right. And it's also the year that Michael Jackson passed away as well. Wow, lots going on in that year. Yeah. It seems, seems like a long time. Yeah. So um, with these wines, there's two here. So I mentioned from the same producer, from the same year. But the thing you notice uh, different about it is some words that in some German. So for the Germans out there, I don't know whether you can read it. One's Grache um, Himmelreich. I don't know whether I pronounced that right. And the other one is Wellener Sonnener. It sounds right to me. Does it sound right? Okay. Yeah. So for the Wellerness on there, um, if you read the label, um, JJ Prom's a producer, years 2009. Wellen is the village that it comes from, and Sonnener actually means sundial, which means it's meant to be one of the prime plots of land that they grow these um, grapes. And spat these means uh, semi-dry. So it should be medium sweet in terms of how we actually try this one. And then for this one, uh, similarly, JJ Prum being the producer, year 2009, Graka is a village that's actually opposite um, the Moselle um, River. Uh, and then Himmelreich means kingdom of heaven. So, oh, that's, that's got to be really good if, <laughs> if that's the description. Wow. Again, uh, least being uh, semi-dry. Semi -dry. Um, ideally, if we look at them, this is going to be slightly better than this one. This is on lower slopes. Yeah. Um, which means has better access to water, which means that it can tend to um, grow and ripen a bit easier and also drink now uh, okay. a bit earlier as well. Um, with these wines, um, especially the German Rieslings, they tend to age quite well. So even for these spat leaves, they're saying 15 to 20 years, and we're drinking about 14 years now. So let's try them now, but you could still keep them for another you know, five or six years, and then it should keep on developing in terms of its complexities as well. 
Yeah. And, and, and you know, for, for me, when I typically hear about wine, uh, white wine in particular, I, I don't think about aging it. I'm kind of, yeah. let's drink it now. So there's got some yeah. great age in it. Yeah. So I mentioned the age. And the other thing um, that we should look for as we try these wines is that with the age racing, we should get toast, honey, wax, and potentially kerosene as well. So believe it or not. So things to kind of have in the back of your head as we kind of try these wines. Yeah, kerosene doesn't sound too appealing, but 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 let let's give that a go. Yeah, I don't know kerosene. I, I get that smell. I used to like to smell a bit of petrol when I was young as well. But <laughs> you need more things to do in your time if if that's what you're resorting to. I, I want to ask one one more thing before we taste it. Yeah. You said that this Himmelreck, um, I, I didn't pronounce that right. Yeah. Is something about heaven? What, what was Kingdom it? of heaven. Kingdom of heaven. Yeah. But it's actually. Uh, the lower quality of the two. Correct, yeah. A- and the the sonnen was sonnen uh, sundial was a sundial. Okay, okay. They've got great descriptions. I I would have thought Kingdom of Heaven would be better, but but let's see with the test. Okay, um, I we can should we do this blind or should we actually go for it? Let's, let's do, do A this. first, yeah. Yeah, let's do A and see what we get. So um, at the wind up here, we we like to drink with our eyes. Drink with our nose and drink with our mouth, and, and so let's let's try with the eyes first. And we're gonna bring this to the um, bring this to the camera if it can be seen uh, to kind of give you an indication on what that color is. It's like a pale yellow straw, um, not so much golden, but and it's got it? bubbles in this. And I don't I don't know typically what see. Yeah, okay. Let's let's see. Okay. So, so that's the eyes, still quite clear. Onto the nose. Hmm. I'm I'm starting to get a bit of a you know, that kind of toasty honey yes. coming through. I I've, I've, I get um, almost like beeswax. Yes, beeswax, honey, kind of honeycomb, beeswax. Really, a, a kind of thick. The coating there but it's but like a creamy creamy toast i don't know it's like yes. it has a creaminess to it yeah I'm, I'm... it's kind of intoxicating when you actually start smelling it, it has oh a wow bit of, yeah like kind of a honey but a bit of stone fruit to it as well like ripe peach with yes. honey and it's like a desserty type oh, of wow yes really enjoyable uh, when you when you talk about when you talk about um a toasted flavor. I'm, I'm imagining those. I forget the name of those really thin nuts that are kind of specks of nuts that are toasted. Slivered almonds. Slivered almond kind of um, yeah. toasted, toasted nut to it with with the honey. But then there 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 is that that. But fruit. has this kind of like cleanliness to it as well. Yes. Oh, my mouth is actually salivating. <laughs> I really want to try it. Okay. Let's go. Let's try it with the mouth. Hmm. Straight away, that that sweetness and that fruitiness comes through. It's like a, I don't know. It's almost like a, a rock melon, but sometimes rock you melon, get a yeah, kind of a bit melony. Yeah, whereas you know with like the Australian ones, a bit more like um like grapefruity, lemon, citrus is a bit more with the age reasons a bit more rounded. You know, is describe it? rounded. What what do you mean by rounded? Oh, it's not as zingy, maybe not as laser focused, a bit more warm. Yes. It's like giving you 
bit of a warm hug type of thing. It's mm. kind of like a, a nice winter's day pudding type of thing with a... Oh, it's definitely warm and in, in, mm. inviting. I, it's really interesting because with, with other wines, I don't, with other whites and other reasonings, particularly the Australian ones, I don't necessarily get the hit of the sweetness and the fruit straight away. Mm. But the moment it reached into my, it got into my mouth and I went, mmm, <laughs> it, it was that kind of flavor. Peaches and cream type of thing. Yeah. So on the taste, how would you rate it? Oh, if we're giving corkscrew ratings yeah, here. let's do this one first. Oh, I'm giving this eight straight away. Straight away, I've really enjoyed the sweetness, the fruitiness of it. As it's gone down, um, the citrus starts coming through and, and it's not... It's just gently sitting around in the background. Like the, it's the got finish great, is still there. Great length as well, right? Yeah. And you also it doesn't say it here, but I know like with the German Rieslings, they tend to have quite low, low alcohol content as well. Yeah, I, you, I don't have like that strong alcohol that burn. burn, right? Yeah. That's really enjoyable. What do you give it out of ten for? Oh, I think you're very bang on there in terms of eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's amazing on the nose, beautiful. You know, on taste as well, it doesn't doesn't fail to deliver there as well. Yeah, I think it's definitely a very special wine. It's not something that you have every day. And so and so different to the Clare Valley, Eden Valley Rieslings that we have today. That we, I know that we still drink it young, but it'd be interesting to see like an aged Australian Riesling as well where it had the same or similar characteristics. Absolutely. And the mouthfeel is, is fantastic. Like a, it really coats the mouth. Mm. It, it's, a, it's a medium body kind of wine. Um, shall we try it? Number B. B. Letter B, not number B. Yeah. Letter B. Okay. Okay. Color. How would you compare the color between the two? So I'll just hold it up so that our viewers can see. Um, and then if we compare the two, I think B could be a bit, a bit more golden. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit um, got got a bit more color certainly in this one mm. than the two. And 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 is that an indication of anything, or is that just telling you? Maybe this is fruitier. Maybe it could be more fruitier. It could yeah. be a bit more riper. Yeah. Let's try it on the nose. What oh, that toastiness comes through on this one. I'm getting yeah. more toasty marshmallow kind of flavor mm. um, on the scent. Less fruity than yeah. than the other one. This seems like a bit more fresher than the other one. Fresher, that, as in uh, more more acidity. Is that maybe a bit more acidity, zing, a bit more citrus? lighter? Okay. Less rounded than uh, than the first one. Let's give this a taste. Mm. Do you get kerosene? No, not at all. Uh, but but very similar fruity flavor profile. Mm. as the last one there it's really interesting on when you taste it on the mouth that that nuttiness or or that burnt nut that i was describing earlier is actually less uh, prevalent in this one less prevalent in this one yeah this i one. think this one's a bit more less rounded a bit more yeah fruit forward a bit more yes pear. there's kind of really ripe fruits i wouldn't say grapefruit because i'm like Yes, ripe fruit because of the sweetness that comes out for it. 
Do you get any pineapple or no? Mm, no, Ripe like pineapple. a tiny, tiny tinge of pineapple. Mm. I'd say the other one I feel is a bit more dry. So these are both semi-dry. Semi-dry, right? so exactly the same, same produced, same year. Okay. Which is a great comparison, I think. Oh, absolutely. Like both delicious wines. I would say the second one, B, is a bit less complex than the other one in terms mm. of both mouthfeel, acidity, dryness, but also uh, it, it doesn't have the other flavor profiles that we were experiencing, like like the burnt nuttiness kind of flavor that, that was mm. there. What uh, do you think? I think they're both really good wines, but mm. two different wines for two different occasions. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is a bit more on the kind of lean towards a more kind of dessert wine. This is a bit more fresh, uh, maybe aperitif type of thing. Um, they can still go with it. But so lighter. Okay. Yeah, I think... I think B and the, the colour's a bit more golden. Um, it's a bit more lighter in mm. taste, a bit more fresher. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, in terms of volume, in terms of body, I just tried the, I just tried mm. number uh, letter A and it, it was thicker. Mm. So wow. let's think about corkscrew ratings then for for number uh, letter B. Yeah, for me, I I'll give it again. It's for two different occasions, like. Yeah, so I'll still give it an eight as well. I think both are amazing wines um, and yeah, eight for both. Yeah, for, for me, uh, both amazing wines. I'd, I'd know which one I'd prefer to drink more and that's the only reason why I'd give B a seven out of 10 uh, and A stick with the eight out of 10, but both absolutely delicious and enjoyable. Let, let's do the review. The really, uh, Sonana is the B. So the better wine is the B. Wow. And the Hemmelreich is the A. There so, you go. So I was probably right. The The riper fruits in the A was a bit more rounded, a bit bigger in the A, and this was a bit more refined, a bit more elegant in the B. And, and both of them going through the slate, but one a, a bit closer to the ground. Yeah, closer to the ground and yeah. a different type of... Uh, uh, angle as well and a bit more uh, access to the nutrients that, so. that's great can we quickly touch on price uh i don't know if you know for these but for this age what what kind of price would these add would well, you we know saw at jj from the other day we went out for dinner right on the wine list and that was like a 2018 wasn't it or something like that and yes. that was for like 200 dollars. wow so this is 2009 so i don't know four I don't that's know. amazing <laughs> it gives you the and and, and uh, it kind of shows you the quality of it. So I'd, I'd be keen to try these against the Aussie Rieslings at one point and see how we go. Yeah. So back to my thought of the week, you know, it's about seeing the smile on the face when Jason gets to enjoy these great wines and sharing that, that moment as well. So, uh, yeah. All right. So that, that's probably the wind up for us on, on this episode. Uh, try the German Rieslings. There's some fantastic quality uh, wines that are out there. Amazing flavors and a lot of variety. Lots that it's taught me. Did yeah. you have any other last statements? Uh, probably last statements is that, you know, don't think that you can't get access to also good German wines at your local dance. You know, I saw there the other day, um, you know, still some kind of um, German Rieslings as well. Maybe it doesn't have the age on it. For 30 to $40, which I think is reasonable, um, given like the import duties and everything like that, get the wines here. So go out there, try something different and then yep. do the comparison and let us know how you think. Fantastic. And so that's, our, that's the wind up for us. 
I'm Jason. And I'm Trent. And Don't for, as we say here, uh, drink more, try, try more, more, learn, learn more. more. Don't forget to like, download, and subscribe. Thanks all. Thank you. Thank you.